All right, World Championship wrap-up. It's Monday morning, it's bright and early, and I'm here at the track with Tyler Brown to talk World Championships. Tyler, how you doing? I'm doing good, Dale. How are, how are you, man? Good, just recovering from the weekend. Enjoyed watching the racing. Uh, what was your thoughts? I guess Masters first, shall we chat about? Yeah, yeah. The, I guess that was your first rainbow jersey that we were to give it away, so we might as well start there. What did you think? Yeah, it was good. I thought it was good because you had Barry, Upshaw, and then kind of the English guys, and then that French guy that I still don't know his name that got second last year. Yeah. And ended up coming second again. Yeah. And was right on on, on the finish line with Barry. So. He, was, he was right there with Barry. And he started from gate eight, I'm pretty sure, in the final Yeah, he did, too. yeah. So he put on a good show. Yeah. yeah. I was expecting a bit more from Evans. I don't know if something happened. Looked like he maybe bobbled a little bit down the first straight. But I think, he, like you said, um, he was happy. It was his first race, and it seemed like he was just having fun with it all, you know? Yeah, I would agree. I think I think Evans kind of did, not result-wise, because I think Evans is super fast, right? I think yeah. he did exactly what he said about, I watched the interview that you guys put up. Yeah. up. Um, he said, six weeks ago, it's here in my home country, and I want to give it a shot. And he did awesome for that little bit of prep time. Mm -hmm. But then you got to remember the guys that are getting in the gate with, like Barry, for example. Barry's racing, and Barry's constantly in that race mode. Yeah. And it's kind of hard to go from not racing for a period of time to jumping in the guys who are pretty much fully prepared, not only physically, but just kind of in that race mode action. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, I think Americans have always, if you go back in history, have always had an advantage over the years in big championships, world championships, even the amateurs, because just everybody races so much over here, don't they? They're just Everyone's race ready, aren't they, all the time? Yeah, I think that's the difference that, I mean, obviously we'll talk about the elites and where we're at with USA later on, but as far as like the amateurs and stuff go, I think that was that's always been our strength, is mm -hmm. our, our competitive stuff, right? Like the European guys are super technical, mm -hmm. the South Americans are good pack riders, the Australians have good first straightaways, right? They're always super strong, and the Americans were always kind of race ready because we race so much here. It's just all mm -hmm. race, 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 which I'm not saying one's better or worse, but that's kind of our thing is we're very competitive over here. Yeah, surprised Upshaw didn't make the main. That was a big shock to me when it came to Elite, like, or yeah. not Elite Masters. I was super, super surprised not to see Upshaw just because I feel like he's a real technical rider mm -hmm. and I feel like a track like that kind of favors his ability and that was a shocker for me to see him not in the main. Yeah, yeah, Emilio Falla, he was riding good, third place, so good. Yeah. It looked like he was happy with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think yeah. he was. I think he was pretty pumped to be in there. Yeah. He was able to get a, that, that medal, and mm -hmm. uh, I don't know, I think it was kind of Barry's race to lose, so yeah. to speak. Mm -hmm. um, the pressure was on Barry. Everybody expected Barry to win, and I think Barry had all the ability to, and I know what it was like being in his shoes a few years ago, so it was cool for, to see him bring it back home to Team USA. It's nerve-wracking when you're expected to win Masters, and you know, then you're on the gate to do it. Like I know when I did it, it was like it, it wasn't a hard main. Yeah. But I was really nervous because you, you want to win and you don't yeah. want to get beat. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> yeah. when, when you're in it, it's still your world championship final. Even yeah. Though, like you said, like it, it's not the elite men race like no. like we used to do. Yeah. But the the pressure's still on, and people are expected you to expected to see you win and things like that. Yeah. Typical Barry fashion. He had to blow himself up a couple motos before. That's what was impressive. That yeah. His next lap, well, he put him in, was that third moto. So yeah, he still done semi to maybe get a little bit, but still from that being on the floor to winning is pretty good. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Barry's good at whether it was Grand's last. Last year, Barry's good at a little story build-up. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah. He busted himself up last time. Obviously, I never want to see Barry get hurt. No. But it uh, it definitely makes a little good story for the YouTube channel, you know? Yeah, no, good content. You know, we we had uh, BMX Weekly. We had our uh, guy, Kenny Hunter, out there shooting pictures and doing little videos, some of the stuff that you saw. And Barry was great. He did videos with him and, like, you know, he just kind of... Just, just good at everything, you know? Well, yeah. I think it kind of goes back to, like, the, the vet master mentality mm -hmm. is where i think we understand like kind of like what a day's work is like yeah so it's not hard for us to do a lap and then do an interview in between mm -hmm. because it's just kind of like that's how a normal job works you yeah. just do stuff you know what i mean yeah so, yeah no barry does a great job out there i was stoked to see him get the win and bring it home uh 
I think I was the last one from USA to bring home the Masters title, so it's good to see Barry bring it back home again to Team USA. Yeah, no, good stuff, good stuff. All right, well, let's move on to the elite juniors. Um, I guess junior women. I'm not even going to try and say her name. Latvia. Latvia. Yeah, Latvia's back, maybe. Miss Maris, we'll call her. <laughs> yeah. No, Latvia's back, baby. She looked like a strong girl. I watched her. She had loved the inside lane, and yeah. uh, they zoomed in on her. She was like a little, uh, little, yeah, strong girl, and obviously when it start to finish, so good. Yeah, for her. she's been doing good on the World Cup stuff too. So she's, uh, I think she was a, probably a favorite to kind of win that because she's been racing the U twenty three in the World Cups, and I've seen her up there really doing good. So I think she was probably a favorite to kind of go in and get this win. And then uh, Ava Corley, she got third, which she seemed like she was happy with, but she had a crappy gate, so she might have contended a win. She yeah, got out. I, I would completely agree. I think uh, Corley showed up in Poppendall for her first World Cup that I've seen. Yeah. And really impressed me. I was like, whoa, mm. this girl's winning motos. And it was, again, it's not junior. It's U23 at the World Cup. So right. she's racing some of the older older girls as well. She did great on the World Cup. And then I think like she was one of those ones that like, this girl could win. Yeah. We watch her we watch her kill it at a bunch of motos. She looked good throughout the day. I think she probably won her semi as well. Mm -hmm. um, she was in gate two. I think it was kind of like the pressure maybe got to her a little bit on there. And now she's in a situation where before she didn't necessarily have a heavy, heavy hitter on either side of her. Mm -hmm. As we're now in the main event, she was in gate two. She had fast riders on either side and just made a little mistake. But she's probably like fifth, sixth into the first turn and still finished out third. So, yeah, that's impressive. Yeah, if she would have got a good start, I think she would have really been good to contest for that win. And she's first year junior, so she'll have another crack next year, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She won Worlds last year as amateur. Mm -hmm. um, and then now she's first year, first year junior, so she'll have another shot next year. So, I mean, obviously there's going to be some fast talent coming through next year, but she'll have to be a favorite going into next year as well. Yeah, yeah, good job for her. Uh, junior men, uh, I don't know, we have a group text with all the old guys, and yeah. uh, we called the uh, the junior men uh, the new Javier the and new Christian. Javier and Christian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you can't yeah. lie, man, right. they did it. That yeah. was so cool to see. Christian said, he says, uh, Thomas, I, I don't want to say his last name wrong, Malter. Malterano. Okay, he said he's really the real deal. He said he could he's really make it. You know? super yeah, legit. Yeah. yeah, that kid has tons of skill. He's came out here and rode here at San Diego BMX. Mm -hmm. He's like unreal to watch. Um, nothing phases him. I watched uh, Grands last year, had a really short first straightaway. That's the guy in the video, right? Yeah, where, yeah. where he wheelies out of yes, the gate. And yes. Instead of putting the wheel down, he just, just keeps on. the front wheel up mm -hmm. and he wins, like, whatever, his semi or whatever. Like, yeah. he, he's, uh, I, I've talked to him a little bit. Um, super nice kid, but a lot of skill, really powerful. Mm -hmm. And whatever it was, whatever race I was watching times, like, his times are like on par with like now he can't do it every time mm -hmm. but he would fire off one that's like elite level times oh okay yeah interesting yeah like his gate to first jump or 30 foot wherever they put the timers was like elite level speed yeah but it would only be like once right it's yeah. kind of rolling the dice what he's going to get so as soon as he learns kind of how to harness that power a little bit yeah like i would agree that he's super fast and he's on alpha right yeah, yeah, he rides for Alpha. Yeah, so he has. So, yeah. I don't know how much he's over here. I don't know if he lives over here. Just kind of comes back and forth like some mm -hmm. of the South Americans do. Yeah. But yeah, he's a he's really really good. Yeah, there's a lot of, lot of hugging and kissing at the finish line between those two. I don't know if you did you follow Kalen's stories. No, I don't. He was doing announce. He was announcing. It was pretty funny. Yeah. Like, all the way through, and he was. He wasn't into all the, the kissing and hugging and all the, the <laughs> South Americans. Have you posted a jumper of all the coaches and stuff? You know, America, South Americans, they like to jump and dance and they're all yeah. happy when they did good. And, yeah. Yeah, Kaylin won't feel in that. So, yeah, you but, know, yeah. I, it looked like maybe it was a dad or one of the kids or something like that. Right. Like coaches and like, yeah. I, I personally, like, I understand what Kaylin's saying, but I yeah. thought it was cool because yeah. you saw their emotion. Like, mm -hmm. that's potentially like, 
his kid out there that just won the world yeah championship. well it was like that you ever saw the footage when javier won in uh brazil yeah it's like they're all singing and dancing all the argentina it's like soccer 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 uh um fans you know so, yeah no it was yeah. it, I, I remember i was down there when javier got the win so yeah it was cool to see now we got some young kids ready to take that place and keep it rolling yeah that's cool good for them yeah. um okay so uh women's under 23 all i really know too much about that the english girl emily hunt hut got second I don't know much about the French girl that won. She she's done good too. She's won some of the World Cups. Like yeah. she's been again another favorite to kind of come in. Yeah. Uh, I think she won the Worlds last year as well. Um, I could be wrong on that, but no, I've seen I've seen her face a handful of times. So she's been up in the up on top of the podium and been getting some wins. So I think she was another one that was kind of expected to get the win as well this week, or at least a favorite to potentially get it. Right. There was a Colombian girl winning. I think she drifted a little wide in the first turn. I think she got a, the French girl gone underneath her and pushed her out a little bit, and that was. Uh, that was it on that one. Yeah, you have the, the pump track world champ, Gomer's in there as well uh, from for Belgium. I think she took a spill, but she was in there. We did have our uh, our lone USA U23, Skittles was in there. Okay, I saw that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Skittles is really good on the pack. I think Skittles probably could have done a little bit better. Mm -hmm. uh, she probably wasn't happy with that one. Um, I think Skittles, it would have been hard to get the win because she doesn't quite have the first straightaway speed. She's smaller, she, yeah. She's a little bit smaller, but she's, re she's really impressive like under a race situation. Yeah. She's a really good pack rider. Yeah. She's one that she needs to be in the pack and in the mix. And Where she is she based, Florida? Florida. Florida. So yep. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, junior man, again, I didn't know much about this guy. Maybe Graf could... Um, I'm sure he's one of Graf's guys, but uh, Steiner. Yeah, yeah, he did good, man. I don't, I don't know a lot about him either. But he just kind of like I was looking at, I was looking at Rico. Yes. I was looking for the French guy, mm -hmm. and then uh, the 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 Australian guy because those those were some of the ones that really stood out in the earlier rounds. And Steiner just kind of came through throughout the day and kind of kept doing his thing. And then he won the laps when he needed to, put himself on the inside for semis, got the fastest lap time, which again, that French dude, he was killing it with some lap times. Yeah. And that's the thing is we not only have to watch the races itself, you have to watch the times. You see, I never do that. Yeah, because the times is what's going to dictate your lane choice for the next round. Right. So that's why some of these guys are pushing it so hard, which we'll talk a little bit more about the elite men later mm -hmm. and why I think who... I, why I think Romain won and why it went down. Um, but the Swiss guy, he got, he got obviously got the fast lap time in the semi, which put him on the inside for the main, which I think was kind of a big important thing for him. But those are some of the standouts for me. The Aussie kid, I don't really know a ton of who he is. I've seen him kind of just recently at some of the World Cups. Mm -hmm. He had really, really good track speed. Yeah. He was killing it through. He was pushing Rico, who Rico's obviously won a lot. I think Rico was obviously, he was expected to kind of win. Because he's won all the World Cups, right? He's, he's won all the World Cups. Yeah, yeah. So he's got an undefeated. And I think Rico looked good in the earlier rounds. And then we saw him finally get a little pressure somewhere. And it was like a chink in his armor. Mm -hmm. And then he went from like second in that one. And he got third in the next one. And it was kind of like you could feel it. I, I could feel the pressure for Rico. Yeah, I'm not yeah. saying he cracked under pressure because he still got on the podium, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. But I think you could see the pressure mounting on Rico. That's like, hey, you're undefeated. Yeah. Hey, you didn't win a lap. Yeah. How do, I, how do I turn this back around? Right. And yeah. now you're now instead of gate one where you always are, now you're in two. Yeah. Well, now you're in gate six. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now I know. Sometimes you can fight and get back, but it's hard to do that, isn't it? You oh, know? Yeah. absolutely. And to Rico's credit, he yeah. still finished out on the podium, which yeah. I think is still obviously great. But he wanted to win. Uh, and that French guy who got second, surprise, surprise, another French guy. <laughs> yeah. um, he, he killed it all, all week. He looked really, really good. Had some solid laps and looked good throughout the day for sure. I've never heard of the French guy, but again, there's so many. Yeah, it's, so it's many hard to, to keep get. track yeah, of them, yeah, right? Yeah, there, it really there, is. There's yeah. so many French guys. Like, yeah. which one do you want to talk about? Which day of the week do you want to talk about? Right. I, just, 
Sure I'll, amount. I was going to tell you at the beginning of the podcast, like, are we going to have to start speaking in French right now? <laughs> I know, I and know. This is BMX. Like, yeah. they're kind of taking over. Well, they've got their own. I don't, you've probably not seen it. They've got. I started following it, especially during the world. They've got their own little media. Um, I forgot what it's called without looking at my, my phone. They've got their own little Instagram, just constant information and updates and, like, really? good quality video interviews. And then nice. today they did a history thing on all the French world champions. I'm like, I... I I saw that. I'm like, I wonder if any. I did, I did the French history world championships in in my mind. Yeah. And I'm like, somebody needs to talk about this stuff maybe down the road because a lot of good guys won before the Olympic era. Anyway, this, they nailed it. I looked this morning. They're like David Castle in 1988, Christophe Lavec 1991. Like these guys. It's a really good. But it's all in French. Gotcha. So so you got to kind of. Gotcha. Um, but anyway, yeah, I thought it was a cool little uh, newsy thing for them guys. That's the new. That's the new BMX language. We got all yeah, French. yeah. We might as well. <laughs> um, all right. So, do you want to do elite women? Yeah. Seemed like uh, Beth, uh, for me, she looked like she was in control all weekend. Oh, yeah. dude, she she was dominating. Yeah. I, like I said, like I told you last week, I'm a mm. Beth fan, right? Yeah. I just I love her attitude. I love her uh, charisma on screen. Right. And I think she she's just funny um, in a good way. Like 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 even she she always slips the f bomb in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. In every one of her videos, even when she won the when she won in this one, you heard a big f bomb at the right. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and I just like it. She's real. She's raw. She's doing her thing. Yeah, I guess she even sang the national, like she sang the national anthem. I guess. Oh, did she? Like my uh, Kenny, the photographer, is like, man, she even started singing the national anthem. You know, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But she, she didn't lose a lap. No. And not only did she like drop a lap, not not drop a lap, she was very dominant. Yeah. Like it yeah. was apparent that like she had the first straightaway on these on these girls, and mm. obviously she's gonna have the ability to get a little bit more track time out there. Yeah. But she came in swinging and she dominated start to finish, and it was. It was definitely her race to lose, and she didn't lose it. No, I thought so. Mariana was looking pretty good in the early rounds. I'm like, I would okay, agree. she could maybe contend, but she was stuck in lane six or seven, I think, in the main. Yeah, so. she had a rough semi. Yeah. she actually wasn't in the main event until the last turn. Right, she passed uh, Molly Simpson from Canada in okay. the last corner to get into it, and they had just a really stacked semi. Yeah, so the, like their semi was like half of the main, obviously half the main event, but like it was a good group of riders. Yeah, know? yeah. So second place, I looked like Elise was going to get second, but she still got third on the podium. She got passed by Smallers down the last straight. And we've, we've seen that countless times, yeah. and it's not a discredit to Elise in any way, but Smolders always passes somebody on the last straightaway, yeah. and it just happened to be Elise in that situation. Like, Elise yeah. rode great all day. Uh, what I thought was interesting was the ages of the elite women class. Like, if you look at, like, their ages as they go through, you have Beth, who's younger, but then you have Smolders, who's 29, Elise, who's 32. Elise got, is 32? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, you got Lauren, who's in her, like, she's, uh, you have Mariana, who's... 30-something. 30, 30 Got to be about the same as Elise. Reynolds, who's 30-something. You know what yeah. I mean? So you had half the group in the elite women who was on the older side, and that just shows, like, their raceability and their experience. That's where it was. Mm. I mean, you just have a group of experienced girls who just like, okay, it's just another world championship. Let's go get our world plate. This is what we do. It's it's Sunday at the office. You yeah. Know I, mean? I thought more with uh, Classens, but she, uh, Zoe Classens, but she ate it on the uh, first jump, I think. Couple girls hurt. Yeah, there was, else went I down. think there was two crashes. Uh, it's probably the, the two girls in the back, right? Yeah. Uh, Manon and Venstra and Zoe. Yeah, those two took a spill in the first straightaway. So it was it was a good race though. Yeah, yeah, good for uh, Lauren Reynolds. She's just always in there, isn't she? When it counts, you know. Yeah, she's always just right, yeah. right in the middle there, right in that mix. Yeah. But again, I think another one like we talked about, like age and experience, where she just kind of goes through and keeps checking off her boxes and doing what she needs to do, and mm -hmm. did what she had to do to get in the main event, and now she's got another world plate. Yeah, fair play. Elite man, where do we start? Oh my gosh. Like I said, 
French domination. I think mm. that's the easiest one. That's the whole, what the whole world says. Do you want to talk about how bad, how how amazing the French did? How bad Team USA did? That's what <laughs> that's what everybody on the internet is saying. Everything in between. Uh, it was a fun race to watch, man. Like, yeah, those yeah. guys are so impressive. You have so many fast. The guys. only real uh, shocker within the French was Sylvain going out early. Looked like he got squirrely on the first jump, hit somebody in the quarter. Yeah, him and Cedric Booty, they collided at right. the bottom of the hill and yeah. they went off and like. I hope he's okay. Yeah, like, he didn't yeah. look like he was moving too much. So no. He took a big crash. Uh, I guess maybe a surprise would be there wasn't six French guys because at one point in the semi, in one semi, it was first through fourth was all French. Oh, wow. <laughs> so you almost had six French guys in the final, which I think... I think USA did that a handful of years ago. I think in Canada we had five or six USA riders in the oh, there's, there's been a, yeah, even during my time there was World Championships. I think um, even Canada, somebody put the last time uh, there was a podium of all three countries was 97, which I was at. And okay. that's when Jumpers won. When Jumpers passed Greg Romero down the last straight and Matt Hayden got third. Okay. And I think there's about five or six uh, Americans in that main as well. Yeah, and, yeah. And earlier World Championships, you know, the real early World Championships are just full Americans, you know. Right, right, so. right. Yeah, no, it was it was an amazing show. I think the, the so what we were talking about earlier is this this final really sets up back in the semi um, because I think Joris and Romain, I think whoever's on the inside of the other one is going to win that race. Yeah, like they're so evenly matched, and even though the class is so hard, those two have been able to separate themselves a little bit, right? Yeah. And so if we look back on day one, uh, Joris was the only one to get in the thirty-two seconds lap time. He had a thirty-two-nine. Everybody else was running about 33.3 to 33.5 were your winner lap times. Yeah. Joris got a 32.9, so that put him in the pole position for day number two. Right. right. He goes out, he wins his quarter, and then here we go on to semis. And this is an important one because you have to get, win your semi, but you have to get a good lap time for lane one. And this is where Romain was like, holy crap, because Joris had the fastest lap time at 32.9. Romain did a 32.2. Oh, which is insane to think about, right? Like insane to think Joris is running a half a second faster on day one than everybody else. Yeah. And Romain beats him by seven tenths of a second in the semi. Wow. And just kind of says like, all right, I want lane one, I, th like this is mine. Yeah. And if you watch Joris, he kind of bobbles in the last straightaway in a semi. Yes, I did see that. And yes. you see yeah, him like, yeah. it wasn't bad, but he shakes his head when he gets hit. across the line. He knew that. He knew, he's like, okay, I lost lane choice. Yeah. Because I'm sure, we don't know what the announcers are saying, but I'm sure Max and the announcer have to be talking about how good Romain's lap time was. Because mm -hmm. they'll bring it up from time to time, right? Yeah. So now Joris knows going into the main, he's not in that lane one. And I still think Joris could have won, right? It looked like going into the first turn, it got tight and he was right there. Yeah. But I think with those two, it's just kind of whoever seems to be on the inside. Yeah. And it was hard to see the end of the first straight because, I mean, drone's okay, but not for a world's main. I want to see it all. And it went from the first jump to the drone and so I couldn't really see what was happening or I don't think anybody could yeah. uh, see what was happening and it looked like Joris the other French guy got under Joris and that was kind of it for Joris, Joris at least to attack to win you know yeah I would agree like the the drone is sick for Instagram yeah. <laughs> but, but it, you yeah, can't yeah. see what's really happening like no. it was a really cool view yeah um, but it like to watch the race it was hard to see it looked like Joris yeah. kind of like Joris was going to set up a move maybe on Romain in the first turn, which Joris is amazing at first turns. Like he yeah. it. it looked like he kind of missed a pedal to check up to possibly see what he could do. Yeah. And when that happened, who did you have? You had Pillard. Pillard. Yeah, you had you had AP jump in there and slide under there. And then at that point, like those guys are all so smooth around the track, it's mm. gonna be hard to pass anybody. So, but I'll give uh, 
Surprise, surprise, little magician. I know, I know. <laughs> he yeah, he yeah. breaks up the French one, two, three, four. Right. <laughs> he slides in there. He's always in the dude. Always, always. It's always a Colombian guy is right there where he needs to be. So yeah. He, he got in there. He he blocked up because otherwise it would have been French. I think out of the first turn it was French one, two, three, four, and then little magician did his thing. He slipped in there and he at least got in the. Fourth I spot. did not see him all day. No, but no, you, yeah, yeah, I think but, that's why yeah, the name yeah. is what it is, right? Yeah, yeah. You don't see him all day. He no. just kind of puts himself in there and then... He has a good race head. Ali is his coach. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it makes sense then. No. Yeah, super smart rider. And, and I guess, you know, he'll probably get third at the Olympics again next year. It wouldn't surprise <laughs> me one day. It wouldn't surprise me. So we had five French guys in the final. Uh, you're, uh, you had one GB guy. Cullen, yeah. Ross yeah. Cullen did good. Yeah, yeah what, what, what do you think about Team GB? Yeah, no, well, I, you know, uh, Quillen was riding good. Uh, he had a crash first moto, and then he kind of got back in the game, and I think he just just a tough quarter and didn't make it through. Um, Paddy Sharrick did good. He got to the semi. He was riding good, but maybe not quite the first straight you need at that level, but he was still, you know, picking a few riders off, and yeah. he got to the semi. Kai was looking great early on, but I think just think his... his you know, his starts were good, but just probably when he, by the time they get to the semis, it got to be really good. And then he got run off the track in the semi, and that was the end, end of it for him. That's but, what it looked to me. It looked yeah. like to me like he was just struggling down the first straightaway. Yeah, like yeah. Like his track speed looked great. He was I, phenomenal around the track, uh, but he couldn't get to where he needed to be yeah. down the first straightaway. Yeah, I think so. And then I, I did see him pick up maybe every lap he did it. He was picking up for the first jump to the first corner. Did you see Dude, that? super impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He pulled, pulled just manual through that thing. Yeah. And he would be gone if he had a clear path to kind of do some of that right. technical stuff. Yeah, I think he just needs to clean up that first straight a little bit more. And uh, yeah, I would say he's still come back from injury. So I think we'll still see more from him moving forward. But uh, Cullen, definitely. Yeah, I think he was stoked to make the main. And uh, I think it's good for him, for his confidence. He's been, he's been uh, yeah, yeah, threatening for a while, I think, to, to make a big main. So yeah, yeah, props to him, you know. Yeah, you had, you had another Argentinian in there. I so, forgot about this yeah, dude. Yeah, Torres. Yeah, yeah. So he's been off the scene for a while, right? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know exactly. It, it's hard, right? Because on a World Cup level, like, mm. you could you could like breathe wrong and not make a semi when you know we as viewers kind of forget it like oh he wasn't there but maybe he was maybe he wasn't yeah um it's hard to say i gotta say, those argentina jerseys like everybody's in like these super like really nice looking skin yeah, tight yeah. ones they look like they're in like two, 2012 <laughs> yeah, yeah. thor jerseys <laughs> yeah they are pretty pretty 90s aren't they yeah. yeah they're keeping it they're keeping it real yeah, yeah i like they're, it they're yeah, not yeah. skin tight but yeah, yeah they are I, I was laughing at those yeah, jerseys yeah i think javier and christian had to give them back or something they're the same every, jerseys yeah they got to yeah, recycle the <laughs> they went to javi's closet and pulled yeah. them out <laughs> but yeah that guy like, i was looking at the ages when they was uh panning across the gate for the finals and torres was still only 25 i think it said is he so okay yeah it seems like he's been around for a long time yeah i thought it was cool how they were kind of showing their resumes when they were yeah kind of doing the thing. but i still think they could have done a bit like joris's it just said like first second at the world it could have got a lot deep you know it Dude, was good joris could have taken a whole yeah page, yeah right? but i think they should have done that you know yeah. like real yeah real stats but no i think it was cool they did that you know yeah i think uh, it was cool to see how many like i think joris put it on his instagram like how many world champ medals he has yeah and it's unreal something like 13 medals or maybe you said 13 years later still on the podium yeah, something like that like very impressive unreal i think he's for how good he is and what he's done, it's almost like he's slightly underrated. Yeah. Like, think about it. the dude's 32 years old and he's still winning World Cups. He's still up for the World Championship win. Like, yeah. And he's done it for so long. It's, yeah. it's pretty impressive. And he's see. not stiffening up. He's not slowing down. No, he's, he's speeding yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just, the whole BMX in general, I think, is mm. like, is, it just keep as we get closer to the Olympics, it's going to keep getting faster and faster. Yeah. And George just goes, okay, we'll just keep going faster and faster. That sounds good. That's what Dr. J says in our group text. He says, Joris is potentially, or he says he probably is, the undercover goat, you know? 
I think he so, has to yeah. be. Yeah, I think, I don't know why he's over, but it's weird because he's overrated, like, uh, when they do the USA BMX Pro of the Year, mm-hmm. like, he's never in the top five, like, stuff like that, and it's yeah. like, look at what this guy's done. Yeah, man. it's because he's quiet, Yeah, he doesn't say nothing, doesn't post too much. Yeah, and he just kind of does his thing. Yeah, I don't know, I, the GOAT thing, again, that's under the podcast, but if if you did put Jaris ahead of Maris, just say, or, or Sam, mm-hmm. as a GOAT, they all race together. Right. I would think, I don't, without someone, I'd have to pull the stats up, but I would think Sam and Maris had a, when they all raced each other, probably beat Joris more than Joris beat them. I might be wrong. So how could you call Joris the GOAT if he didn't beat those two guys all the time? You know that's, what I mean? That's a good point. Because yeah. when, when, when we're talking about the Sam Maris era, yeah. Joris went through a weird transition when he moved here to US. Yeah. I was his team manager on GT and there were some struggles with him on GT. Yeah. And then he kind of moved to Chase. And then like and then he kind of like got the ball back rolling yeah, again. Yeah. But there was a transition period where like, well, you know, I mean, I've never done it. It's got to be pretty hard moving from Europe over oh, yeah. the U.S. And he bought it, you know, his girlfriend or his now wife. Yeah, so, yeah, he, yeah, he brought Kids. the, the yeah, he, yeah. And, and during that time, like I said, I know he was struggling a little bit with his ride at GT and there was some yeah. frustration there and kind of a sponsorship change and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Um, so there, there's a little bit there in the middle there, but Joris is very good early and obviously very good now. And he kind of, yeah. he maybe had a couple hurdles he had to get through. Yeah, you know, yeah. And I remember him talking to me like, how after the Olympics when he moved here like he just took like six months off like he didn't ride he didn't train he just had to get over here he had to get everything going again yeah um so I think there, there was that time but uh as far as like talking to him and the goat with those guys the only thing Joris needs at this point yeah is he is he needs an Olympic medal yeah and like you kind of can't argue at that point no whether you want to talk who really is the goat or who isn't like mm. he's 100% in the category with oh him. definitely he's on the on, on yeah. definitely in the conversation yeah and yeah. That, that's like the one thing that uh that Joris and I think everybody knows like he he needs and he wants and like mm. you can't deny it at that point because yeah. i think depending on how it looking this year he very well has gonna win six usa bmx times well, as long as he stays healthy he's gonna yeah. win to you know yeah because the, the the two the two guys who are battling with him are now out like, yeah isaac's done for the year unfortunately with his knee stuff yeah cam wood he's out for some period of time yeah um and obviously cam can kind of get back growing and be up for the title mm. again because the season's not over yet but joris I think in the beginning of the year when Isaac and Cam were like battling it out back and forth, mm. Joris is just kind of getting his year rolling. Yeah. And he's just kind of like, okay, guys, I'm kind of feeling it out. Like, all right, you guys are going to blast each other. I'll take a win here. Yeah, he's I'll take a win here. I'll yeah. take a win. You know what I mean? It's a long, yeah, long year. And those guys were kind of peeking out at the beginning of the year. Yes. And Joris is playing for grands. Mm. And the dude is going to prop very well potentially win six, never ever before, yeah. six number one pro titles. Impressive, yeah. And yeah. then Olympic year, everybody else disappears again. So if he right. can do it, he'll probably be smart <laughs> enough just, uh, I don't just know. to do enough, you know? I think Joris, yeah. I think Joris is going to put all his eggs in the Olympic basket. Yeah. If I had to be Joris, because yeah. that's like the one thing, right? Yeah. That's like his thing. He's got to get that medal. Yeah. Um, and so if I was him, I would go all in on that. And who cares about everything else? Because you already are record breaking. And mm. dude, is anybody going to break six? Nah, like that's a, a record time. that might not in decades, be maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. The whole is either go or not, but um, yeah, I guess that's uh, can 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 still uh, still ongoing with him. You know. Still, yeah. Still in season. A uh, couple guys that a bit uh, shockers, I guess, maybe. Nick, he looked somewhat good early on, and then lane eight in the semi, I think, ran wide, and that was it. Yeah, it was funny because he tried different things. Like, you saw him in this quarter in lane one. Yeah. And you never see him in lane one. No. <laughs> well, not never. Rarely see him in, in lane one. Yeah. Um, and then it didn't pan out for him. He didn't. He did He did good. He got, like, second or something like I that. I think Roman might have beat him. Yeah, was that who beat him? Okay. I don't know, but maybe, yeah. maybe that if it was. If I, well, and it was typical, yeah. typical Neek fashion, right? Like he's really good down the first straightaway. Yeah. But he doesn't like the pressure 
from the from the hill to the first jump. Yeah. And whoever was there in two gave him pressure, moved over on him, yeah. and he had to just just slide behind, ride his lap, which yeah, is smart. And then he goes, "Nope, forget it. I'm going in eight. Yeah. 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 And in that one, I it seemed like it was really it was like a wide way over from lane eight, mm-hmm. and he just couldn't get over enough to put himself in the main event. Yeah. Yeah. So he he was unfortunately out because it would have always been good to see him in there as well. He'll be back, I'm sure. Uh, what did you um, Roman then? So I, I guess he was kind of the you know won World Cups this year, and a lot of people said he was a favorite again, and didn't yeah looked amazing all weekend. What's your thoughts on him winning? Oh man, I think uh, so. He's again another quiet guy, doesn't post much. Yeah, no, yeah, I don't really know much about him. Yeah, he was on the on the tangent deal for a little while. Well, no, still is on the tangent. He went from tangent. He went to GT, struggled there, and now he went back to tangent and kind of found his thing. So yeah. I remember he left he left GT because he didn't he didn't like the bike, mm-hmm. um, and he just got back on a rift, his old rift. He said, "I want I want on this bike. I did good on this," and then I think kind of fixed everything up with RP, and he's back on. Tangent is he actually now. on tangent? Because I saw he had Alpine stars on. Yeah, yeah, I think he's back on tangent, um, but he still has like that deal. little side deal with. Okay. Uh, and I think that kind of goes back to maybe what he had with with GT. Okay. He was on Alpine Star, and so maybe he kept that maybe a solo deal with them or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, but I know, I know that he's he's fast, man. He, yeah. He had a really good off season prep this year, um, and it was kind of cool because he dates Saya right. Sakakibara. And uh, I know that she was struggling a little bit last year, and clearly they kind of both just went away, did their thing, focused on becoming the best that they can be. And mm-hmm. Saya's had the best season that she had. She, yeah. You know, she's back riding really good she again. She looked good, yeah. Yeah, she's yeah. got some wins this year. She yeah. was in the world's final again, just missed out on the podium. And Romain obviously is riding amazing. So they kind of just did their thing, and it's it's fun to watch how good how well they they're both doing. Yeah, right I wonder if any other teams will try and grab Roman or. I guess there's not many really other teams, is there? A Chase probably wouldn't want him because they've already got a full house. Well, they already have a, a French guy kind of in the house doing the yeah, same thing. Yeah, 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 and they already have Isaac on and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I think he's happy with he's happy. Yeah. If I if I was him, I would stay right where I'm at. Yeah, right? yeah. Like especially going into the Olympic year next year, you're winning on the bike. The flow's feeling good. Who cares if you get an extra five hundred bucks a month? Yeah, like you know that you know that the Olympic stuff and everything is going to pay off way bigger than that anyway. Yeah. So if I was him, I'd just stay with Rich. And if I was Rich, I'd do what I can do to make sure that I keep him and keep him happy because yeah. how cool would that be? Like, Oh, my God, yeah. It's great for Tangent. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's yeah, huge yeah, for Tangent because yeah. Tangent's always kind of like – like you have like your main factory heavy hitters. Yeah. And, and Tangent's they're always – They're workhorses, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They're, they're more like grassroots, yes. right? Like they're doing the yeah. Tangent Pro-Ams. They're, they're at every race driving. They focus on the amateur stuff. They're doing their thing. Yeah. And for them to say that they have an elite world champion. Yeah, fair props to them, yeah. super cool. Like, yeah. I remember uh, when Garcia got a World Cup podium when he was riding for me. Yeah. And I think like this – fun little track team has a dude who's getting world cup podiums. yeah yeah i know what it, that felt like so i can't imagine how stoked rich yeah is to see well it. they were blasting on instagram last night good they should <laughs> yeah, blow it up yeah. let everybody know yeah. tangent cartel yeah. world champ yeah that's, no, that's pretty cool. cool they'll come up with some good ads and stuff i'm sure absolutely it's good when the guy that wins the world actually is part of something that can it can it can uh, help um more people know about right. roman you know what i mean yeah. like i say he ain't posting much and stuff but more people are going to start seeing him now for whatever tangent comes up with where like say the guy that won last year simone i don't know what bike he's on i don't know nothing about him you know yeah 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 so so he he yeah. looked he looked probably the best that i've seen him ride this season yeah like uh, fifth in the semis yeah i think yeah. He, he just missed out on the main event yeah but he looked good throughout the day yeah and uh he put up a post saying i've been i've been riding good i've been making improvements but i haven't had the results to show it mm-hmm. and uh which i think is true like he looked he looked probably the best i've seen him all year this weekend and he looked at least ready to contest for that spot in the main event so yeah. bummer to see him not be in there but you know it is what it is when you have a team like that when you have 
well, let's see, when you have a French team like that, it's hard for anybody else to get in the main event. That same Instagram I was telling you about, the French uh, news one, they had a pretty cool picture of all the French guys. Uh, they're all in the, like, the, you know, the, the, the track suits, their, you know, their team stuff. Yeah, and yeah. they're all walking like to the pits or something with the helmets and bikes. It looked look cool. It's like the firm are all just rolling in, you know. Gotcha. So, pretty, pretty cool. I thought that was. Yeah. Um, shout out to anything. I want to shout out to the you as well. I want to shout out to the hamster, right? For the yeah, live feed. The YouTube hamster gerbil guy. <laughs> gerbil. I don't know whoever whoever that guy is yeah. who streamed the whole world on YouTube for free so we could watch it. Yeah. Like I had my stupid VPN blocker ready to go. Yeah. I was up at three thirty yeah. and I couldn't get the YouTube to work. And right. all of a sudden, I look for some. I look for it just on YouTube, and there's the gerbil. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same as me. I did exactly the same. And yeah. the and the feed was great. We watched mm -hmm. it the whole day. There was no issues. Yeah, I was expecting it just to disappear. Or when I got up super early on on Sunday, I'm like, I hope the gerbil guy's still there. You know. And the gerbil, oh, the gerbil yeah. was there. He was streaming, doing his thing. So the masked man, whoever you are, thank you very much. Yeah. We enjoyed watching your feed. That's good stuff. Uh, I don't know. Do you want to finish it up on thoughts on Team USA? You know, obviously looking at the chitter chatter online, what people are saying and stuff, and. Um, you know, I, I, I put on, on, on BMX Weekly on one of the posts, um, you know, the, the French obviously just continue to, to do it. And then I think Damien, I think his name Damien, um, he was saying the club thing really works over there, you know. So do you think that's part of the... Yeah, so that, that's, where, that's where we're going to be at the internet with today, right? Because yeah, yeah. today, today, for the next week... Uh, everybody on the internet is going to talk about what went right, what went wrong. Yeah. Fran French dominated. We all know that. So props to them. They're doing amazing. They're the best thing ever. Yeah. Uh, and that goes across the board from pros to amateurs. They they absolutely killed it. Mm. And now what's wrong with Team USA? Um, there's a lot of things that you can talk about. Let's, let's talk about the amateurs. Number one, you have to look at where it is, the country that it's in, right? Mm -hmm. I would bet money that next year with the worlds being in Rock Hill, yeah. we're gonna have a ton of medals because our best of our best riders are gonna be there. Yeah. We're gonna have a ton of riders in each class, which the more riders you have, the more abilities you have to get medals. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to that, I think amateurs are gonna be fine and it's gonna be a different story in Rock Hill. Yeah. As far as the pros go, I mean, there's just a lot of misconception out there, right? Like I see things like, uh, like, USA doesn't support their riders, riders from other countries, they're getting, they're getting funding, they're getting money, yada, yada, yada. Now, let me be clear that I think there's a lot wrong with Team USA and a lot of things that we can do better, mm -hmm. but people also don't know the whole story. Did you know that Elise made $25,000 from USA Cycling this weekend? Oh, I didn't know People that. don't know that. That's not the best. Right? Like, there's, there's, po there's money out there. Yeah. Every rider that was there, well, I don't know about every rider, but your top tier riders are very well taken care of at all those events. Everything is taken care of. Everything is paid for. And just like Dale and our regular jobs, we have bonuses for how well we do. Mm -hmm. USA has bonuses for their riders as well. Mm -hmm. So when a rider goes out and they do, they do X, Y, and Z, mm -hmm. they're going to get 25 grand. When they do this stuff over here, they're going to get $12,000. Like there's performance bonuses throughout the year. Yeah. They equal big payday. And I can guarantee you that a guy who doesn't make quarters on the French team or any other national team, they're not getting money from those countries either. No. Right? Like, it's your top guys. They're getting taken care of. Yes, they're getting paid the same way you would in your job or anybody else would. Yeah. So, people, I just want people to understand that there is that support there. There is that there. Yeah. But there's a lot of other garbage that's going on too, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if I'm, like, I could just be a keyboard warrior and t tell you about my opinion. I'm not going to do anything to change the subject. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go to Tulsa and coach the next camp so I could share my opinion but at the end of the day like I'm not going to do anything about it so it doesn't do us any good yeah you know what I mean um, I think that USA needs to focus on their development program they need to look at what's going to happen five years down the road mm -hmm. 
because they need that talent to be in there. And that's what all those other countries did, whether it be, you're talking about Boss, a handful of years ago, mm -hmm. took a bunch of guys from Moto Phil, and no disrespect, Moto Phil, and turned them into World Cup winners. And USA needs DB to called him back then a bag of oranges. Yeah, well, you know, and, and we, we've talked about this, I think, on your podcast before. Yeah. Uh, when those guys showed up, it was cool because the pro purse was going to go up, and, and we know that we were going to make a little bit more money that day. Yeah. And then a couple of years down the road, they're like, oh, crap, the Dutch team is here. Like, yeah, they're going to yeah. win. They're going to take our money now. Yeah. You know, and that's what USA has to look at, like... Well, you wrote it down, Sean Day, 116X. Mm. Like, you need to find those guys now, and you need to really support the younger group now yeah. to allow them to do, kind of do something years down the road. And it's yeah. going to take years of development because we just we don't have a lot of depth in the field right now. And you had guys like Cam Wood, who is the guy who won the World Cups in the past. Yeah, yeah. He's injured. He wasn't there. Mm -hmm. um, Cam Lark. So you're kind of hanging, your, hanging the weight of Team USA on a limited amount of riders. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So there's a lot that can be done and needs to be done, and we'll see kind of kind of see what happens. But yeah, yeah. I know I can share my opinion and complain about it, but I'm not going to do anything. So yeah, <laughs> it doesn't do any good. Interesting. Um, is there anything else we need to uh, chat on, or is that kind of kind of it for the world? I guess there's one more World Cup, Argentina. Yeah, yeah. There's Argentina coming up, so we'll see how that goes. That's where it's going to be. It'll be interesting to see who, what, where, when, because it's like after the Worlds, but then it's still Olympic point stuff. So I think you're going to have all your major teams there. Everybody's going to be kind of continuing to ride fast and do their thing. And then you switch from that kind of straight into Grands mode. Yeah. So we've got a couple of USA BMX Pro races coming up. You have Louisville beginning mid of September. And then you have the LA National that's going to be like your core ABA rodeo arena. Yeah. That'll be at the end of September. Um, and then what do you have? You have argentina then you have rock hill and then i think it's like grand time after that yeah that would be straight into olympic year which would be fun yeah and the, but grant everything then the following year everything's gonna happen a lot earlier your world championship will be in may everything like that so it'll all happen a bit quicker next year so yeah yeah so. and especially being in america there'll be a lot of hype i'm sure you know so yeah absolutely be, are you thinking of doing it are you thinking or uh, rock hill i don't think i asked you that last week didn't oh, who knows who yeah, knows yeah. like when i if you asked me two weeks ago, right. absolutely not. Right, yeah. <laughs> no desire to. Right. But then I'm watching the races and I'm like, man, yeah. that'd be kind of fun. Like, yeah. That'd be kind of cool. Um, the reason I don't usually do it is because like, just like you, I've got all my summer camps and stuff in yeah. June and July and there's no way I'm ready to get on the gate and race a race right now. No. But if it's in May next year, that could be kind of beforehand. So Where it gets busy. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? We'll, kinda, we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk again near the time on it. Well, cool. Thanks, Tyler. I think everybody liked this. Well, I hope everybody liked this. And uh, yeah, cheers for listening. See you later. Hey, good luck at your last week of uh, summer camp, Dale. You can do it. Thanks. I'm excited. Bye. We're nearly done. See ya. Cheers.